Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 134 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, Early Impression, because, yeah, that's what this is. Uh, but I want to remind everybody that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Go there, leave a comment, let me know what I think of the show, or if you have a topic you want me to talk about, you can leave that in the comments. Or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com, drop me a line, let me know what you think of the show, how you heard of the show, and again, if you have a topic you want me to talk about, drop it, uh, me a good old email. Um, You can also subscribe to the podcast on Apple iTunes or Google, uh, the Google Play Store. It's the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson. It's got a black, smoky background. I am also on Twitter, at Joe. So... Yeah, this is probably going to be a shorter episode that I'm used to doing, uh, but yeah, I've been playing Kenna Bridge of Spirits, and I just want to give you guys a little bit of basic information about the game. Um, this game came out in September 21st, 2021. It was developed by Ember Labs, and uh, I'm recording this after the Game Awards, and they won, this game won, the best debut indie game and the best independent game uh at the game awards so it is an award-winning game um fresh the game awards took place uh three days ago as of recording this on thursday that would have been like december 8th i believe uh so um yeah this is an award-winning game it's a smaller team i played it on the epic game store on pc i have a pretty okay gaming pc i only have a 3070 uh, GTX, so, um, you know, don't come at me in the comments for not having a good rig, but, um, it is a beautiful game. From what reading about Ember Labs and hearing about them, because a lot of people in the gaming space have been talking about this game, uh, the developer originally did, uh, animations for, I believe, DreamWorks, from what I can read around the edges and what I've heard, um, and you can tell this game is very beautiful, but, You guys didn't come to my podcast to hear about how beautiful the game is. I'm just saying that the team worked very hard, and they deserve the award. Uh, And maybe some of the shortcomings I see in the game will maybe be ironed out if they get a sequel to this game, or maybe their next game. I don't know. But this game, uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, is a little bit on the nose. Uh, Kenna is the main character. She's a spirit guide who guides people uh, from one land to the next and helps them move on. Now, this is an old trope in games uh you know a lot of oh i don't know it just happens a lot there's a lot of moving on and stuff that's what a lot of the game is but what i think is interesting is they've set up kenna as um or kina it seems like people pronounce her name differently they've set her up as this kind of like wandering spirit guide so instead of taking care of an area or province from what i can tell in the beginning of the session is that she is um going from place to place like helping people move on she runs into a spirit in the beginning. Uh, all the spirits wear these wood masks. <clears throat> They're almost like totems. Um, not even spirits, more like elders wear them. Later on, I ran in. I'm only about four hours into the game. Uh, an elder was wearing one that had an eagle mask. It uh, may be a little cliched, but he was an archer. Again, I've said many times in this podcast, I have absolutely no problems with cliches as long as they're good. And I think the performance is good from the actor. And anyway, Kenna is... Uh, everything she has is blue. She has a necklace that's blue that glows. You hit a button and there's an explosion of light out from the necklace that if you hold it down acts as a shield. If you tap it, it acts as like a, like a tab, like a, like, um, like a trigger. It'll make an explosion out. And if there's anything blue, 
uh, blue gems will light up. It'll open your, you know, it'll uh, open up doors and things for you to move on. Uh, there's light puzzle solving so far. But again, you guys didn't really come uh, for the, pu- you know, <clears throat> you didn't come for the review of the puzzle solving. And I've t- said before, like, I have absolutely no problem looking up a puzzle if I'm having a problem. Because I'm really talking about the narrative of the game and not, uh, you know, if the puzzles are challenging or not. Um, so, yeah, it, it's really good because in the very beginning she sets up against a spirit who is red. Uh, he's got a red mask. And he seems to be very distraught. There's corruption along the land um, that is like these red pods. So Kenneth's job is to find these things called rot, which are these adorably animated little black creatures with fur. Uh, you get more and more of them, and they follow you around. The more you get, the more they follow you. The, the more you can actually physically see how many are following you. You know, I don't think it's the exact amount because I think I'm in lock 20 or 22 or 23. Um, they don't have 22 or 23, but the, the, the mob of these little rot grow around you. And what they do is they'll go somewhere... Um, and like mark a spot, like they'll, they'll like teleport over there and kind of like wave a little bit or, you know, like make a little chirping noise or something, you know, something's over there. Um, you can actually command them to pick up rocks and tell them where to drop rocks for puzzle solving. And I think they're like a condition of what's happening. They're incredibly adorable. There is plushies made of them. Uh, many of the unlockables have to do with hats. Uh, a lot of people will be like, that's kind of lame. I did all this stuff and I got a hat. But you got a hat and an adorable creature, so calm down. All right, it's pretty cool. Um, but no, in the beginning of the game, uh, Kenna is kind of uh, going along land and she meets a spirit that is distraught and does not want to move along. And it seems like it's because it's of death that it keeps happening. It seems. Uh, of course, when you first encounter this creature, they're not going to tell you their whole life story. Uh, and I think you're kind of going to confront them later. Um, a lot of people in the game that you meet, I've met two guides so far. One of them is elderly. Uh, he talks about how they weren't able to save certain people and they suffered. And I think that's, um, a really interesting take that this idea of beating death comes up over and over again. I guess it's more of a fable or like a holdover from like an older story. Um, but I want to see where this is going and where it is, uh, you know what ultimately happens between you and the spirit right now really just involves me uh, hitting things with my staff which is fine uh the animations are beautiful and stuff like that but um i want to see thematically where it goes you have not dialogue choices but you do have uh cut scenes with certain characters and you have um uh just out in the open world you'll have like a dialogue encounter with certain characters and so you can learn more about them there's two children that you follow um, that at first I was like, oh, they're cute little kids. Like maybe they belong to this village. Well, they're actually spirits. So something happened to them that they, um, you know, maybe you're supposed to help them move on because they had a friend that passed away and maybe that's what, uh, their thing is. There's also alluding to early in the story that kind of seems to be having these visions of, um, it seems like herself as an older woman, um, going through and dealing with this this grief and loss and um in the flash forwards is what it appears like she is very broken but they said it very early that when she finds these little adorable rot uh she has some darkness in her veins so like a sickness or something and maybe she is 
Maybe she is um, corrupted. I don't know yet, but she tries to hide it from the rot. They don't really talk. They just make chirping little adorable noises. Um, nobody else has questioned her about it, but they keep showing it in cutscenes when they zoom in on her hands. One of the abilities you learn is to use your staff like a bow, like a spirit bow that has a spirit string and a spirit arrow. It's pretty neat. I like it, but they really focus on her hand and make this to be kind of a big deal that she is sick, and uh, I want to also see where that is going. So I think right now it's set up a good thing of she's just trying to help people move on. Uh, maybe she is a spirit. I don't know. Maybe she's like doing this from beyond the grave to prolong her purpose because maybe she feels she doesn't have purpose in the afterlife unless she's helping other people. Uh, and so maybe all these people are there to help her along. I don't know. Um, I've heard the game is not that long. It's about 12 hours long. Uh, it's about $40. So if you um, you know have a couple dollars to spend and want to try something, it is on the new consoles. It's on PlayStation 5 and PC. Uh, but as you know, and as I've reported several times this podcast, again, it is very difficult to get PS5. So I'm just playing it on PC. Um, so yeah, I'm having a really good time with it. I do like how this theme of trying to beat death comes up over and over and over and over again. And um, I like it. Again, I like cliches. I want to see where they take it. You know, they could take it in an unexpected direction where you're like, wow, I never really thought of that. That's an interesting idea. Um there's a talent tree in the game. You unlock uh, different talents. I, again, I don't really care about that. And you didn't come to my podcast for me to hear about how good uh, the combat feels and all that. Although I did talk about it a little bit. I'm not going to dwell on it in my final review. Uh, so I needed a little bit more time to get through the game. But I just want to tell you that I think uh, I wasn't actually going to play this game originally. But then when people started to give reviews of it, non-spoiler reviews, they said... Oh, yeah, this game's about death and about moving on. And I thought, hmm, interesting. So I guess I'll put it on my list. So I'm playing it. I enjoy it. Uh, I think that's it for my early impressions. Again, short episode because it's just an early impressions episode. Um, but, yeah, uh, I guess I will get back to you guys next week and let you know what I think uh, fully of the game, how I've digested it and things like that. So I guess, uh, again, short episode, but you guys have a good, safe week. Uh, I will talk to you guys next week. Uh, be safe. But before we go, I want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithreef.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Go there. Let me know what you think of the show. Or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Drop me a line. Let me know how you heard about the show, what you think of the show. If you have a game you want me to cover, you can drop that there in the email. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends about it. Uh, it's the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson. It's on Apple iTunes and the Google Play Store. And you can find me on Twitter at Just Little Joe. So um, just a quick impressions video th this uh, episode, guys. But uh, be safe, and I will talk to you guys again next week. <laughs>